0: Imagine you're driving in the city and two people wearing traffic police officer uniforms stop you and they ask you for your driving license and your car papers. After viewing them and consulting their handheld devices, they tell you that there is a statewide alert with your vehicle number and ask you to accompany them to the police station. Would you insist that they show their ID card and prove that they're genuine traffic police officers? Would you ask to see a copy of the statewide alert? Or would you, like I would, just curse your luck and accompany them uh, hoping that you will be able to sort this out with senior officers in the police station? Today's story is about an experiment on obedience conducted at Yale University to determine how obedient we are. Hi. Welcome back to Stories at Work, a series where I share real stories from across the world that you can use when you want to drive home a business point. Our website, www.storyworks.in, already has over a hundred stories and we are adding one every week. Let's start today's story. During the 1960s, Yale University psychologist Stanley Milgram conducted a series of obedience experiments that led to some very surprising results. Milgram started his experiments in 1961, shortly after the trial of the World War II criminal Adolf Hman had begun. Eichmann's defence was that he was merely following instructions when he ordered the death of millions of Jews and this aroused Milgram's interest. In the first experiment, 40 men were recruited using newspaper ads. In exchange for their participation, they were all given four and a half dollars. Now, on showing up at the laboratory in the basement at Yale University, they met a man, apparently a scientist, dressed in a tie and a grey lab coat. The man dressed as a scientist supervised the entire proceedings. At the beginning of the experiment, Um, Each participant was individually introduced to another supposed participant, who was actually an actor and part of Milgram's team. Now, these two participants, the participant and the actor, they drew straws to determine their roles of learner or teacher. Although this uh, draw of lots was rigged and the actor was always the learner. Now, After the learner memorized the list of word pairs given to them, the teacher was supposed to test him by naming a word and asking the learner to recall the partner or the pair word from a list of four possible choices. The learner was then strapped onto an electric chair while the teacher was taken to another room to take control of a machine labeled shock generator. Milgram had developed an intimidating shock generator. With shock levels starting from 15 volts and increasing in 15 volt increments all the way up to 450 volts. The many switches were labeled with terms including slight shock, moderate shock, danger, severe shock. The final three switches were labeled simply with a very ominous X X X. Now, as the learners failed to answer questions correctly, the teacher was asked to administer steadily increasing electric shocks. When the teacher refused to administer a shock, the man, dressed as a scientist, was to give them a series of orders or prods to ensure that they continued. There were four prods. First, please continue. The second prod, the experiment requires you to continue. The third prod, it is absolutely essential that you continue. The fourth prod, Uh, You have no other choice but to continue. Of course, in reality, there were no shocks. As I mentioned earlier, both the screaming learner and the scientific supervisor were really actors, but the participant teacher did not know that. What was the result? Well, although the teachers had received a painful shock themselves as a demonstration, and although they heard learners cry out, let me out, let me out, Or another learner said, I have a heart trouble, this is starting to bother me, please, please stop. 65% of the participants, that is teachers, continued to the highest level of 450 volts. 65% were willing to deliver possibly fatal shocks while listening to screams of pain from the other side of the wall. Now why did so many participants in this experiment perform a seemingly brutal act? Well, Milgram's conclusion was that most people are likely to follow orders given by an authority figure, even to the extent of killing an innocent human being. Obedience to authority is ingrained in all of us from the way we have been brought up. People tend to obey orders from other people if they recognize their authority as morally correct or legally based. This response to legitimate authority is learned in a variety of situations as we grow up. For example family, school and even the workplace. Now Milgram carried out 18 variations of his study, changing locations, changing the dress of the scientist from official to casual, moving the so-called scientist to a different room and giving the instructions via telephone. Finally, he concluded that there were some situational factors that can explain such high levels of obedience. First, The physical presence of an authority figure dramatically increased compliance when they were there, much better than when they were through telephone. Now the fact that Yale, a trusted authoritative uh, academic institution, sponsored the study led many participants to believe that experiments must be safe. Third, participants assumed that the scientist was a competent expert and knew what he was doing. And finally, the shocks were said to be painful, not dangerous. What a story. So what points can we drive in business by using this story? First is the awareness that we have been brought up to blindly believe authoritative figures, parents, elders, teachers. While those figures would not have wished harm, in adult life, we meet may meet authoritative figures who either don't know what they're doing or they actually mean harm like Hitler did when he got adolf eichmann to follow orders to kill millions of jews now just because they have authority does not necessarily mean that they are correct business or moral yeah or ethical the the second we may also meet con artists who take on the act of authority figures we need to be careful that our well practiced obedience to authority Uh, You know, doesn't kick in till we have actually established that their authority is genuine and their motive is moral or legal. I hope you like that story. And if you did, you'll find many, many more on our website www.storyworks.in. These stories are searchable using the business point you want to make. For example, if you key in either experiment, authority, holocaust, following orders, You'll find the story. So, when you're looking for a story, go to our website, search for your keyword, and you may just find the story that you need. The website.